0: Hello, everybody, this is Vince from movementthinker.org. Today, I'm going to touch on an article from 2016. And the article is important because it discusses the implementation of or a a starting of a new program. Granted, the school is not here, but starting of a new program for uh, physical therapy. This was a refreshing article regarding the creation of a, a progression to a doctoring program for a school in Australia. Although the school is a world away from me uh, in my practice, they face the same situations that we do here in the States. I was impressed with the thoroughness of the article's message, and I'm excited to see the students that graduate from a program like the one described. I would love to see this type of program offered in the States, as I personally don't feel that this type of education is being offered, at least not you know, not from what I've seen coming out yet. Um, at least, you know, like I said, I haven't seen that many students that possess these traits in my clinic. Those that do, I'm uncertain if they were learned in school or just through inherent characteristics. So the, the first quote that I pulled from, uh, from the article is, chronic disease management requires holistic, patient-centered care with collaborating and respectful teams of interdisciplinary providers, physicians, nurses, pharmacists, and allied healthcare workers. We would be considered the allied healthcare workers. That's fine. I see where the authors are going with this, and that they're creating the lead-in for the rest of the article. You know, on a side note, I can remember in sixth grade, my reading and composition teacher, Mrs. Peggy Hart. Shout out to Mrs. Hart. Um, learning how to make a house in order to get a point across. Uh, meaning, you know, you have your your thesis, your topic, and then you know you have the branches of that. It doesn't matter. I'm going into details don't don't matter um but with that in mind you know when when i'm doing a blog i'm literally just shooting from the hip so i'm sorry mrs (laughs) hard i mostly brainstorm nowadays so so back at it we should be collaborating for all patients not just chronic illness based patients all patients should expect the same high level of care which involves calling other professionals with results if need be I see way too often the lack of communication when working with patients in the clinic. Luckily, no one has suffered greatly from the lack of communication, but luck shouldn 't be my basis of success you know for For four years, I was with um, primary care physicians of Joliet, and it was a great setup. I had part of the building, and you know the physicians were on the other side, physicians and nurse practitioners but the doors were always open they would frequently walk over to discuss patient care i would frequently walk over to them to discuss patient care that's the type of approach that that we need to have going forward you know with uh, the future of medicine is there needs to be strong collaboration Um, It was very easy for me to get imaging if needed imaging. It was very easy for me to get whatever I needed because all I had to do was go over to the physicians and discuss rationale. And they would come over to the same thing to discuss a patient's plan of care and whether or not PT was the right spot for some patients before they even sent the patient over. We need to be able to have that type of communication. The next quote, healthcare now requires large enterprises, teams of clinicians, high-risk technologies, and knowledge that outstrips any one person's abilities. Huh? I'm very capable. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. Um, no one person can know everything, right? It's important for a PT or anyone for that matter to know his or her weaknesses and place him or herself into a position of leveraged strengths, right, while hiding weaknesses. For instance, I'm very good at orthopedics. I don't know if you could hear that, but that's me patting my own back, <laughs> which means if I work in a clinic that sees more than just orthopedic patients, which you know I typically do, then I have to partner my skills with those of someone that is very good at everything else. Luckily, so far I've been able to hide my weaknesses. <laughs> um, you know, if, if I were to ever leave to open up my own practice and um, not surrounding myself with with a team, but just a one man show. Then I would either have to one work on my weaknesses and I'll be honest with you, I've never been a fan of that approach um, or two be so good at treating orthopedic conditions that I can just refer all of those other patients that encompass my weaknesses to a colleague or a friend at another clinic and and I can hear a therapist saying what what do you mean turn away patients that's that's sacrilegious um I wouldn't want my mother to see me if she had Dandy-Walker syndrome, right? It's not my specialty. It's not what I do. So, you know, we should be good with referring patients to other therapists, you know, within the same PT profession. And they don't even have to be within the same business. We should feel okay with referring patients out. The next quote, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services recently implemented bundled payments for hip and knee replacements. The hospital that performs the surgery will be accountable for the costs and quality of related care for that episode of care. The payment structure incentivizes better coordinated care. Okay, first off, this article was published in 2016, right? We're in 2022-ish now. Yeah, 2022. There's a lot of PTs that still don't understand what bundled care is, right? They don't understand that the the accountable care organization receives the payment for everything that takes place after that surgery for a certain period of time and it's that accountable care organization namely the hospital or some other large organization that is responsible for the costs. we need to understand the basics of healthcare right we need to understand how payments are are received because otherwise we're operating blind we think we know what's best for the patient when really we we may not because if we're treating a patient 3 to 4 times a week but the research doesn't tell us that that's supported then one, we're costing healthcare dollars. Two, we're not getting any better results. And and we should be signing up for better results. And so when you take accountability and you pair it with incentives to improve patient outcomes, this is a great thing. I love bundled payments. Send me patients. Send me 100 patients with bundled payments because I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a, a good majority of them where they need to be without exacting any additional healthcare dollars for that patient. Some patients are scared of this bundled payment thing as they only talk about the loss of profits. I see bundled payments as rewards for helping patients faster with fewer competition, uh, complications leading to increased pay, right? So like, if we can keep the patient out of the hospital, which is a good thing, if we can help patients get better range of motion, which is a good thing, help them return to function, which is a good thing, and do it in a faster period of time, which is a great thing, then everybody wins, right? The patient wins, the therapist wins, the ACA wins, or the ACO wins, sorry. And so we all need to wake up, though, because this is happening. You need to do a better job of choosing your provider if you're a patient. If you ask a friend and learn that the friend got crappy care from their provider, don't go there. Right. Even if others, namely healthcare professionals, are trying to push you in that direction. Make more informed decisions. Get a second opinion before going there. And and I say that to, to almost all my patients, you know, if, um, if we're not getting you any better over the course of like six visits, then I might not get you better over the course of four months. So, you know, make sure you choose your provider wisely. And if you're going there for that seventh visit, I have to ask you why, especially if you're not better. The curricula need, the next quote, sorry, the curricula need to engage students to develop the necessary attributes, knowledge and skills in health leadership, policy, advocacy, and research. Physical therapy curricula need to be forward thinking and innovative. Man, that's awesome sauce, right? Now I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I totally agree that PTs need to be better trained when coming out for a doctorate program, but unfortunately, tradition appears to be taught more so than forward thinking. Or sometimes thinking in general, right? Um, we've come past the recognition and regurgitation aspect of PT. We need to do a better job of teaching how to think. You know, I, I can say when I was in PT school and, you know, this is a personal story, whatever. When I was in PT school, PT school was easy. And and I feel sorry for those people who say that PT school was hard because it wasn't for me. PT school was simply go, memorize, regurgitate right it was no different than undergrad no different than high school the only difference was the volume of information that you had to regurgitate back on a test we need to we need to create clinicians who can do more than just memorize and regurgitate who can who can think in real time with when new variables are introduced and not be handcuffed and fall back to tradition that's that's where our profession really needs to be the rest of the article went deeper into the curriculum for the program and i highly recommend any and all teachers of healthcare to read the article it touched on some very important points and i look forward to practicing alongside those that graduate from a program like the one described in the article all right so i just read that last paragraph off um in in general students need to come out being able to think When we can create thinkers, we can create innovators for our profession. But if we continue to teach what's always been taught, then our profession is going nowhere. So that's my two cents. Quotes were taken from uh, Dean Duncan et al. uh, Preparing the next generation of physical therapists for transformative practice and population management. Example from, I'm going to murder this place, Macquarie University. Sure, Macquarie. Uh, This was published in the Journal of Physical Therapy. 2016, pages 272 through 274 thanks for listening have a blessed Easter this podcast is meant for educational purposes only the views expressed during this podcast are that of the creator Dr. Vince Guterres and do not reflect the views of the authors that are cited during the podcast again this is for educational and entertainment purposes only If you have a physical limitation or a pain, please seek out a licensed professional. Thank you for listening.